Sports Podcast. I said, Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast with Andy Ruther and Joe Prano. Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I am Andy Ruther coming to you live. From the Smut Studio in Venice Beach, California, with my co-host, Joey. No chill, Prano. Hello, Andy. Hello, Prano. <laughs> Are you high? No, not high at all. I'm high on life. I'm feeling great. I played pool volleyball today. Yeah, how'd that go? So much fun. Yeah? The mayor, I'm now his assistant. I'm his official... De- deputy mayor? Deputy mayor. He's the guy who's been living here. Is for- it true the mayor may not be running for re-election? Well, there's talk that the mayor might be moving out. Now, the mayor has lived in Savage Town. He's very unmayoral of him. Well, he's lived here for over 20 years. Yeah. He's in his mid-40s. Right. He makes good money. He's a lawyer. I mean, my point is, has he outgrown Savage Town? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Apparently, the, the pool has a volleyball net now, so where are you going? Well, he, he went to Home Depot. Yeah. His buddy got... You know like, they sell those, right? Well, no, but this, is, this was a better one. <laughs> they put one together. His buddy had uh, got like cement cinder blocks, and they put, what is it, uh, PC... Uh, what, what's the pipe? PVC? PVC pipe. I was going to say PCP pipe. That's when you fucking smoke and get fucked up. Uh, anyway. It's like you put PCP pipe. And then uh, we had a volleyball game against Dragons. <laughs> so we had, a, we had a volleyball game today. We had a bunch. He put it out there, and one group did not want to play with us. Uh, the unfun group will never be asked to play again. And there was a group grilling. You're like, you guys are like Trump. You're like, you want to play, beach, you want to play pool volleyball? No, we're not. Interested. Okay, now you can't play anymore. No beach volleyball for you. You're never invited. I, I disinvite you. Well, but seriously, though. Who does not want to play pool volleyball? Why, why would you turn? I'm talking about people who are already in the pool. You're sitting in the pool. Why would you turn that down? Give me one reason right now why you would say, nah, I don't want to play pool volleyball. Um, that scene in Meet the Parents where. <laughs> Which I mentioned. Now, now that. breaks their face. You do bring up a good point. I had brought out my actual volleyball and we had like. One of those like kids' little balls, like a Disney theme ball or some shit. I want to play with the real volleyball, and somebody did say that they go, "Dude, this is gonna be meet the parents shit," which I was kind of hoping. But we came close. This is what happened today. There was a there was a baby at the far end by the steps. A baby got drilled, and I mean drilled head on in the face. I mean, let's talk about the person that brings a baby into Savage Town. Yeah, that's they, a good point. I mean, can we take their baby away? That I'll was, take their baby. That's what I said. You're bringing your you're bringing your child into a place named Savage Town. This is what happens. But the the guy who she's like, what are you talking about? I had my child in Savage Town. I live in the bushes. I'm a homeless person. <laughs> <laughs> this the, baby is named Savage Town. The, the baby got smacked in the face by. Uh, Did it cry? Uh, no, oh. didn't cry at all. By I'm not exaggerating. A, a 300 pound Mexican guy who was playing with us. He was probably 300 pounds. He slapped the baby. Yeah. Oh, boy. with a power serve. And I was like, why you hate babies, bro? And uh, the baby didn't cry, but the, but then about twenty minutes later, the baby died. The baby died. <laughs> twenty a, minutes later, dead baby. A girl's titty popped out of her bathing suit and was out for a minute. And the mayor didn't know her, so he was too shy to say, "Hey, your titty's out." 
he went to one of the people she knew and was like, hey, I don't know if you want to let her know, uh, her tit's been hanging out for like the last minute. And I was like, yo, your titty's out. Like, you got to just say it. Your titty's out. And she was cool. And she, she adjusted and put the titty back in. Wow. So that's okay. what happened today in Savage Town. Savage Town Pool Tales. Tell me you want to come back, though, right? You hear those great stories? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, those are, some, those are two good stories. The first day of pool volleyball. You're like, you know what, Prano? You haven't accepted my invite fast enough. You're out. You're no longer invited. No, you're always invited. In fact, I made sure that people, Fake news. people took videos of the pool. Now I can, I can send those to people and say, hey, if you want to partake. I know. We saw them on Twitter. What's that? We saw it on Twitter. Oh, yeah. That was a bad one. <laughs> I, I wasn't playing good there, but I had to post it. <laughs> Not your best beach volleyball moment of the day? Pool volleyball. Pool volleyball. Sorry. But my I think apologies. pool volleyball is going to help my beach volleyball. You think there's any correlation? Yeah, sure. Especially if we're playing with the actual volleyball. But we weren't today. Well, probably not then. <laughs> but I'm so short. I said when I go in the end that's a little deeper, like four and a half feet, because you know you got to jump and I'm so short. I go, I think it's like it's helping me, my hand-eye coordination and jumping ability and my reaction time. Yeah? I don't know. I'll have to come check it out. Next week, pool volleyball. Certainly the video did not, did not make me think that the game was improving. But you had to like that we had Top Gun music playing in the yeah, background. Yeah, fantastic. Just keep it on loop. Yeah, Mary doesn't mess around. We have not done a podcast here together Outside of the, we did an emergency one. Right. YouTube exclusive. Yep. By the way, if you want to find out my SAT scores, go to YouTube, because I'm not telling you on the audio right here. It's all YouTube exclusive we did last week. But you and I have not been together in the Smut Studio in at least three weeks. Wow. Well, it's good to be back, Andy. And, and the interns are here. They are. They're here. You got into a heated discussion. With, with Trevor. With a young Trevor over there. Yeah. About Chase Utley. A few minutes ago. Yeah. Is, are we starting with the, tra- the Chase Utley news? We might as well. I mean, I, I actually don't think we should just because ch- like Chase Utley's retiring. I mean, do we, are we stopping the show when like fucking Ian Kinsler retires? Like, is this, is this fucking breaking news? Well, I think it's news to get to right away because you had a tweet comparing Chase Utley's numbers to Craig Biggio's. Yeah. And holy shit, it blew up. The amount of responses you got, Prano, underneath that tweet. Well, what I noticed uh, in the Chase Utley news, like, Trevor actually, I think, texted me, uh, or was it, did you send me the Chase Utley news? And Shabelli, all our intern Dodger fans, and like, and then a million other people, like, later on, uh, are like, telling me Chase Utley's retiring, and I'm like, yeah, great, you should have. And, uh, and then I go on Twitter and I see, like, one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. It wasn't even Dodgers fans. It's his former team, Philadelphia Philly fans, standing for Chase Utley being a Hall of Famer. Yeah, I was surprised, too. A a blinking guy doesn't even do this justice. Like... There are benchmarks that you are required to achieve to make the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame at this point. He doesn't have any of them. He doesn't have a single one. And, and we would agree, right, the Baseball Hall of Fame is without out the hardest Hall of Fame to make. Because well, it's the 
Major League Baseball Hall of Fame as opposed to the Basketball Hall of Fame is basketball. all of basketball. Yeah. Uh, the, the Pro Football Hall of Fame, uh, pro, football's getting harder and harder. Sure. Um, but It's not baseball. Yeah. None of it's baseball. I mean, if Pete Rose and Barry Bonds aren't in. Exactly. Roger Clemens. I mean, we can, we can add to this yeah. long list of guys who should be in the Hall of Fame. So, By the way, this was, this is just the, 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 this tweet that you're bringing up. I was like, this isn't even, I'm not even doing any fucking real research. I'm just putting out Craig Biggio, who a lot of people considered a borderline Hall of Famer. And the major statistics that you, like, just the, the, like the outer crust of the onion. You know what I mean? We're not peeling back. First, you have to just, like, first just look at the basic shit. If, if guys are, if, if we're talking about people like, oh, you know what? He meets all these achievements. Now let's look a little deeper. Like, oh, Craig Biggio was a gold glover. Oh, Craig Biggio played catcher for a while. Oh, that, that's when you peel back. This is a guy, Craig Biggio, th- third ballot. Chase Utley, I mean, read him. Well, let's just compare them, the stats. You compared in the tweet Craig Biggio versus Chase Utley. Chase Utley, 276 career batting average. Craig Biggio, 281. So basically the same. Basically the same. Average. Chase Utley currently 1,881 career hits. So let's give him the fucking, like, like pacing-wise, he'd, he'd have to have 120 hits the rest of the season to get to 2,000. He won't. He averages 117 in a season over the course of his career. So Chase Utley nowhere near 2,000, which is a low benchmark. Craig Biggio, meanwhile, 3,060. 60. Home runs. 3,000 is the number. I agree. That's the number. It's the magic number need. for everybody. It's the magic number, but it's also like that's what, you, that's what guys have done who are borderline. They stick around just to get that if they think they're borderline. Yeah. You know what I mean? There are guys who got in with 2,500 hits, no doubt about it, and but guys deserving. Like, like Barry Larkin had 2,500 2,500 hits, yeah. But guys who are like, oh, I'm not sure. I'm going to stick around and get 3,000. We're talking about 1,000 less hits than 3,000. And he won't get there. He's not even going to get 2,000. Uh, let's move on to home runs. Even though we don't have to move on to home runs, let's move on to home runs. Chase Utley, 259. Craig Biggio, 291. But Chase Utley was a power hitter, right? Yeah. I don't know. I, have, I don't know what's happening. Now let's anymore. move on to defense. Yeah. Gold gloves. Craig Biggio, four. Now, let me say this about gold gloves. I don't like the gold glove. Okay. Okay? The gold glove is not a standard by which defensive players should be measured. But gold gloves are voted on by the same fucking people who vote on the Hall of Fame. So when you're talking about how people judge a defensive player, they are judging him. The same people who are going to make this judgment have judged that he was never a gold glove player. Yeah. I never thought of it that way. That's a good point. This is a vote situation. Well, Biggio had four. He had a whopping zero. So he's stuck in the goose egg there. Here's someone else I want to bring in to compare stats because I thought these guys are very interesting and they're so similar. Brandon Phillips versus Chase Utley. Brandon Phillips... With 2,000, by the way, both have played 16 seasons. So, I mean, spot on. Brandon Phillips, 2,026 career hits. 
So he does get that check mark for that 2,000 career uh, hit benchmark. 275 career batting average. Same thing. At least 276. Brandon Phillips, 210 career home runs. Um, Chase Utley's 259, so Utley has more than him. Phillips, 949 career RBIs. Utley, 1,025, so less than 100 apart. I mean, they're, they're so similar. But then when it comes to gold gloves, you know, Brandon Phillips had four. Chase Utley had zero. Again, so you've got a guy who could play both ways. Chase, or Brandon Phillips, you know, if you, they're very similar. Now, and Brandon Phillips isn't a Hall of Famer. No. And I love Brandon Phillips, obviously. Played for the Reds all those years. Big fan. How about this? Ian Kinsler, he debuted... In 2006 with the Rangers. So that means he's in his 12th season. 271 average. 1,894 hits already. 245 homers. 232 stolen bases. More than Chase Elliott. So does anybody anybody saying Ian Kinsler is a Hall of Famer? Trevor, do you think Ian Kinsler is a Hall of Famer? Absolutely. You think Ian Kinsler is a Hall of Famer? No, I don't think Ian Kinsler's a Hall of Famer. But he he's played two no, sorry, he's played four seasons less? Four seasons less. Way less than Utley, yeah. And he's sh- shitting on his numbers. Well, this is this is what everyone's coming at under your tweet. It's the same goddamn argument we hear with Kobe, LeBron, George. It's the same fucking argument. DeBizio get a chip. Did he get, first of all, stop saying chip. I mean, we, we, we some fucking like like you. You don't know anything about championships. You're some guy who hides behind a meme on Twitter. Did Biggio get it? So everybody wants to give Biggio this weird Hall of Fame's pass because he won a championship in 2008 with the Phillies, and also oh he hit five home runs in a World Series. He had a great World Series. Yeah, no one's denying that he didn't win the World Series MVP. Important to remember. Who won it that year? Probably the fucking pitcher. 2008? Yeah. Probably what's his name? The fucking... The, they're, they're, the, it wasn't... Whoever their fucking lefty pitcher was. Cole Hamels? Anyway, that is a good point. If he didn't win the MVP. Those five home runs aren't... Now, here's a question for you. Since Trevor's... Our, uh, Cole Hamels. Yeah. Since Trevor, since you're our uh, devil's advocate... And this guy also played for the Dodgers. Is Jimmy uh-huh. Rollins a World Se- uh, uh, Hall of Famer? Yeah, fan? yeah. Season's MVP. So you think Jimmy Rollins is a Hall of Famer? No, I don't think Jimmy Rollins is a Hall of Famer. But he was on that team that won the World Series. Mm-hmm. He won an NL MVP. Yeah, sure did. He has 2,455 hits. So he's got almost 600 hits more than Chase Utley. He's got 231 home runs as a leadoff hitter. So he's got less than 20. He's got about 28. Yeah, 28 homers less. And he's got 90 RBI less as a leadoff hitter. He has three times the stolen bases. He's a four-time gold glover. And again, he was an MVP. Well, this is where it now, is. Now, this is the question for that I have for you, Andy, and everybody in the room. Because this is my fucking favorite part. Why, oh why, are Philadelphia Philly fans standing 
for Philly champion Chase Utley to be a Hall of Famer, but they're not standing for Philadelphia World Series champion Jimmy Rollins with better career stats and an MVP. There's got to be a reason why I just can't figure it out. It's at the tip of my tongue. What is it? What is it? Chase Utley's racist slime bags. That's why. Because they're fucking racist scumbags. That's it. You had a you had a guy that you could have made the borderline world series the borderline hall of fame argument for retire recently and you didn't do it and you're doing it for Utley who's not a borderline hall of famer who doesn't have four gold gloves who doesn't have an MVP who wasn't one of the best players at his position for a fucking decade who is has 500 more hits than you do. 500. And three. Oh, Chase Utley. Oh, did you know Chase Utley is one of the few players with this many stolen bases? He has 150 stolen bases. Ricky Henderson did that in the season. Jimmy Rollins has three times the amount of stolen bases he has. Why aren't you standing for him? Because you're racist trash bags. You're racist trash bags. That's why. That's the answer. I'll take because you're racist garbage for 1,000, Alex. That's the answer. You blew it. You had your chance. To, uh, I, I, I also wouldn't argue with Ryan Howard, but Chase Utley is a different story. Why? Let me ask. I'm going devil's advocate again, right? Is Alfonso Soriano a Hall of Famer? Uh, former Yankee, former Cub. Who else did he play for? Yankee, Cub, Nationals, Rangers. Well, now that I'm on the spot to not be a racist, sure. Sure. Good, because he has 412 homers and 2,095 hits and a 270 batting average. He has double the home runs of fucking Chase Utley. Nobody's talking about Alfonso Soria. Why? Because he's not a Hall of Famer. He's not. He's not a Hall of Famer. 270, 2,000 hits. Okay, cool. He's a power hitter. 412 home runs. But guess what? That doesn't make you a Hall of Famer alone. Even though he's a seven-time All-Star and a stolen base leader. Well, look. Does he have an infamous slide, though? No. The argument for me ends instantly. Instantly. Dude, guys, I'm not a baseball guy like Prano. And I'm also not a Chase Utley hater like Prano. I'm basically just unbiased here, I'd say. But but hold on. Let me just finish what I'm going to say. To not have 2,000 hits... You, like, like, you have to have the check mark next to that. The, the check mark next to 2,000 hits has to be done to be a Hall of Famer. Now, it just plain and simple does. Like, to me, the argument just ends there. Honestly, that's not even a, like... That, it's, but but it's, who's the last guy even, to get in the Hall of Fame that doesn't have 2,000 hits? Like, honestly, I think it's Jackie Robinson. And somebody brought that up the other day, and I'm like, he's not in the Hall of Fame. Like, Chase Utley isn't... Chase Utley's a piece of shit, not a fucking civil rights hero. Like, what, like, but we're, also, we're not, we're not, we're not. And also, Jackie Wright or Jackie Robinson, it, it came from the Negro Leagues. So uh, my point is, my point is, we're not, we're not taking Chase Utley's number and retiring it league wide. Exactly. Like, Jackie Robinson isn't in the Hall of Fame because of his fucking numbers. Somebody compared Chase Utley to Jackie Robinson. Yeah. That, nobody. That's even more racist. Nobody that's played in the last sixty years has gotten in. Without 2,000 hits. Yeah. 
because that's why I said that three thousand automatic. But the thing is, is like two thousand. It's really not even talked about because if you don't have two thousand hits, you're not in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, it's not. A, this isn't a benchmark that you have to get to because you have to be well beyond that. You have to be well beyond that. He's not a fucking. He's not a Hall of Famer. Here's the thing. It's not an argument. He's not. There is no argument. You don't get in the. You don't get in the Hall of Fame with his numbers. You yeah. don't. He's not a Hall of Famer. You know why? Because he's not. That's why. If Keith Hernandez with an MVP and Don Manningly with an MVP, I mean, is Carlos Beltran going to the fucking Hall of Fame? Like, there is Jeff Kent going. To, Jeff Kent is the second baseman. Yeah. Does Jeff Kent have 400 homers? I bet it's close because he hit for power. Oh, I bet it is close. I mean, we're talking about Chase Utley going, oh, he, he kind of hit for power and he could kind of run. And he, so he, the arguments are, just to clarify one more time, he could, he could hit for power, he could run, and he could play defense. He had no-go gloves. He had 150 career stolen bases. In 16 he, seasons. That's not even 10 a season. Well, I mean, what the fuck are we talking about? It's not even 10 a season. That's not even Tennessee's. And that's why I brought Brandon Phillips because, again, a guy I followed, enjoyed. He's a likable guy. You know, Brandon Phillips and him are on par with all the same stats. But Brandon Phillips actually had 2,000 hits and was way better defensively. But Brandon Phillips, by no means, this is coming from a Reds fan, by no means should even sniff the Hall of Fame. And, and Philadelphia Philly fans completely agree with you because Brandon Phillips is fucking looks like a polished shoe. <laughs> So they're 100% out on that. Racists. All right, Joe. I got something to cheer you up. I think, I think you need to go on SeatGeek and go to a relaxing symphony. A symphony? Some music. I thought you were going to tell me I got to go to the Dodgers game or and you could fucking do, yell at Chase Utley. Or you could do that. I, I, I might go old school Mikey Prano style. I might get, like a, I might get a second base side seat. And just start yelling Chase Utley's career stats. 1,800 hits? We're talking about Hall of Fame? 1,800 hits? I don't think so, bro. Just start like listing. You could ru- I heard you could run. Why aren't you talking to the mic, man? What are you doing? I'm yelling. Oh. <laughs> well, go on SeatGeek. Get, go on it. Get those tickets for a Dodgers game so you can heckle Chase Utley live. Or you can go to the symphony, guys, because that's what's so great about SeatGeek. You can go to any live event. It's not just sports, concerts, comedy shows, monster truck rallies, golf, you name it. All available on SeatGeek because, best of all, all the dirtballs get $20 off their first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code DIRTY today. That's promo code DIRTY for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Now, I want to finish up this Chase Utley discussion. And the only way to do that is to talk with a real life Philadelphia fan. We're doing that today? Tonight. This is on you, Prano. Uh. This is on you. Now... To bring everyone to the forefront on this, you made a bet with a dirt ball. Kevin Albright, I don't know when it was, sometime during last NFL season, about the Eagles making or winning the Super Bowl. And you said he could come on Dirty Sports if the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Well, they won it in February. Here we are, July. And, he, and, it, and this is when he pulls his trigger. 
He's going to come on now. Let's I, talk Chase Utley. Now, a quick background on Kevin. He is also a guy who has defended Johnny Manziel, you know, a lot. Yeah. And he also uh, is a Trump supporter. Okay. Good to throw that out there just because I checked his Twitter recently. I was not familiar with that. Yeah. How can you be a Trump supporter? Like, Isn't this kid like 17? Yeah. He's, he's from Philadelphia. So he's a racist jackoff. I would guarantee anything that Kevin Albright did not tweet in support of Jimmy Rollins' <laughs> Hall of Fame candidacy when he retired. Well, let's call him. Let's call old Kevin. Let's hope he picks up. And let's see what he has to say about Chase Utley, the Eagles, the Sixers, whatever he wants to talk about. I think he's a Penn State fan, too. I mean, this, this, he, Oh, that's right. He's, he's not the, a Penn State. He's the Penn State fan. He checks all the boxes. Let's, let's see what he's got to say. If it connects. Do they have FaceTime where he lives? I hear nothing, by the way. It's, it's trying to connect. Trevor, are we turned on? Hmm. What's going on here? Uh, are you seeing this on? He's plugged in, probably now. Hello. Are we there? Yeah, I'm here. There. The the, the micro. The, you there, buddy? The volume yeah, wasn't turned on. <laughs> Kevin. How's it? Yo, how's it going? What's up, dude? It's Andy Ruther from Dirty Sports. Oh, how's it going? Is this live? This is not live. We're having problems with the. YouTube. But you're live. You're live on the show. You're live on the oh. show. It's oh, not. Okay. It's not are live you, on are YouTube. Are you asleep? Is this a fucking Morgan Grimmett situation? No, I'm on my couch. Oh. <laughs> well, how about how about propping up? <laughs> Don't lie on the couch. Let's let's do this professionally. Kev, uh, we just we just gave you your intro, and okay. uh, we said that. You know, we owed you this call after your Philadelphia Eagles won the Super Bowl. Yes. Uh, true. So before we get to some of the more uh, current topics, why don't you give us sort of your opening uh, gala here for this call that we've owed you for six months? All right. I'll, I'll start with an introduction. Um, my name is Kevin. I'm 19 years old. I'm a student at the University of Pittsburgh. And. Big Phillies fan, big Eagles fan. Those are my two main teams. I do fuck with the Sixers, but <laughs> mostly the Phillies and Eagles. And, yeah, um, I think this all started. It was the bet for the Eagles-Falcons game. And the Eagles did win. I won 20 bucks, And I got this call on the show about six months later. And so, uh, you're also... You're also famously. You're also in a old fucking <laughs> horror film. <laughs> what, what was that noise? <laughs> that is, oh, I just, oh, I just grandma coming up from the basement. <laughs> She's like, ah, Prado's on the phone. Kevin, keep it down. I'm trying to sleep down here. Okay. Uh, so, so here's the deal. Wait, so, hold on. Yeah. I got, one, I got one take. So, but I, I, it all came back to me actually right when we were calling you. You're also the super Penn State guy, aren't you? Well, I mean, I was, and then when I was deciding where to go to college, I made that call during my senior year of high school, and I was deciding where to go to college, 
I was between Pitt and Penn State. Like my family's huge Penn State people. I was always raised a big Penn State fan. And now like I go to Pitt and Pitt's like honestly, I mean, I did choose Pitt because it was like college stuff. Like I wasn't making my college decision on a fucking football team, obviously. So I ended up Smart. going to Pitt and it's like Pitt's like probably I'd say Penn State's our biggest rival and it's just weird. Like I'll like be at school and everyone's like, Oh fuck Penn State and I'm like, Yeah, I technically have to say this now. Like I was a Penn State fan for like eighteen years. But would you would you, you, you in the SAT? <laughs> fourteen hundred. Did you really? Yeah, the sixteen, yeah, the new one. But you got a fourteen hundred. Why the fuck are you going to Pitt, bro? You can go somewhere way better than that, right? <laughs> I mean Did I Did you really get I a fourteen hundred? Yes. <laughs> I mean I toured I toured Pitt, I toured Penn State. I toured Cornell. I toured Bucknell. Tours, you, made a, you made a visit. You weren't going on a comedy tour. What do you, what do you, wait, hold on a second. He took tours. They, that's what they call it. They call it a college they, tour. They, like, they, they call it a tour? tour. They give you a tour of the campus. Yeah, that's Come what on, they call Ruther. it a tour. Okay, so you got a 14. Dude, you haven't been in college in like 20 years. I think the times have changed a little bit. Ah, uh, see, now he's getting a little comfortable, right? Now he's up off the couch. Good. Now good. he sent I'll... grandma back down to the dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, sorry, Kevin, I apologize. Maybe oh, I dude, speaking. I don't give a shit. No, I'm just a little surprised that <laughs> someone who got, you. someone who got a 1400 so, also thinks Johnny Manziel is going to make a comeback. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, S&T's reading and writing, like, I mean, I did, I do think I still follow Manziel on Instagram. <laughs> I follow his comeback. I believe in his comeback. I, I have a, you know, he's not starting Manzo. for a Canadian football. You know, he's been riding the bench for a Canadian football league team, right? Dude, Tom Brady once was like an eight-year-old, probably not even starting on his like fucking youth football team. Like Tom Brady didn't have a crack addiction. Like, what are we talking about here? <laughs> Wait a second. I mean, you still think Johnny Manziel, who is currently riding the pine up in Canada, actual pine, by the way, which the benches are made out of in Canada. <laughs> you think he has a shot at eventually working his way back into the NFL? Like, you legitimately I mean, think that? If his mindset is there, like I don't <laughs> the whole issue is his mindset. I mean, if his mindset's there, he definitely is talented enough. Like he was probably one of the best college players I've seen in my lifetime. He always had Yeah, he's like, a great college player. So, so was Tim Tebow. So, yeah, so was Jimmer Fredette. Yeah, can I yeah, I know, but like I mean he had the he's got doesn't that really have the intangibles. And honestly, like Tebow had the intangibles, but he didn't really have the pure passing skills. I think Manziel has the pure passing skills, but really not the intangibles. I think if some intangibles can get there, he can be probably like a solid backup at the NFL. Okay, so stick to whatever. What are you studying in school? <laughs> uh, double majoring in finance and business information systems, and I minor in economics. Okay, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a financial tip. As somebody who's not even great with finances, if you ever work for an investment banking firm or anything like that, don't uh, invest with crack addicts. That's not the people to give your money. It's not the people to trust to be successful. Here's another. Dude, you put your money against the number one seed at home in the fucking divisional playoffs against Matt Ryan. And you guys, like, I'm not taking investment tips from you. Well, well, here's an investment tip: if a guy's offering to give you three thousand, that's greater than eighteen hundred. You, yeah. you would agree, right? Yeah. So Craig Biggio deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, and Chase Utley uh, doesn't. Is this where it's going? Yeah. Well, I actually well, I want I want to start because we want I want to set the tone. Are for, we going? With, what, are we going Eagles or 
Chase Utley. Well, right we got to go. Chase Utley is the hot, the hot news right now. So we're going to start since you're a big Philly fan. I want to start just to like set the tone with like your state of mind. So I know sort of like, are you competent to even stand trial test? <laughs> you, you tweeted this. This was like your most recent tweet. Every salty Mets fan hates Utley and calls him dirty because one, Chase Utley is better than any player the Mets have had since the eighties. And then we'll, we don't need your, we don't need the hot take on whether or not leg bombs or legal slides or not. <laughs> Do you believe Chase Utley is better than any player the Mets had since the eighties? Uh, I think that he's better than any player since probably Dwight Gooden and Daryl Strawberry. He's definitely better than Mike Piazza. He's way better. He's always been better than David Wright. And that's not even close. Okay. So when you talk about players, the Mets have had, you got Chase Utley as a 276 hitter with 1,800 hits, 259 home runs, 1,025 RBIs, 153 stolen bases, and zero gold gloves. He's better in his career than Carlos Beltran, who's played more games for the Mets than any other team, who has 2,700 hits, 435 home runs. 1,587 RBIs and triple the stolen bases, well, not to mention start off. three gold gloves and a rookie of the year? Okay, I will start off with this. I've listened to the show forever. i followed you guys forever. And I've seen, I listened to both of the episodes on Jeter. I totally agree with everything you guys know about Jeter. I live about two hours from New York, tons of Yankees fans, and he's ridiculously overrated. But you're on record in those Jeter talks talking about how Jeter has five gold gloves. And you were on record talking about how a gold glove is a joke award. Yeah. And now when it goes against Chase Sutley, you're bringing up gold well, I'm glloves. Glad you Chase brought it up. Sutley. Uh, hold on, hold on. I'm glad you brought that up because you'll actually hear earlier in the episode we just talked about that. Unfortunately, for Chase Sutley's Hall of Fame campaign, the same people who vote for the Gold Glove vote for the Hall of Fame. Cheddar Dick baseball writer. So all of those people think Chase Utley was never the bestest defensive second baseman in the National League. Well, the stats show he was. Chase Utley has an elite defensive run save. Chase Utley, for a 10-year period, was second in war, only behind Albert Pujols. There's a lot of Hall of Famers that he's leading in that category. So, Derek Jeter will be probably a 99% Hall of Famer. He led Derek Jeter in that range. He so, led- uh, as a as a as a guy that's majoring in finance, you do work a lot with numbers. The numbers I just gave you from Carlos Beltran aren't better than the numbers from Chase Utley significantly in every statistical category. I mean, Carlos Beltran's best postseason was not on the Mets. Chase Utley has a World Series record with five home runs in one World Series, which. Uh, that's pretty elite numbers. And he, was, and he was the MVP of that World Series, right? Chase Utley he, was basically, the, he was the MVP of that World Series? Yeah, not on the Mets. No, he wasn't. He, uh, Cole Hamill. Oh, Chase Utley? We're talking about Chase Utley? Yeah. No, that series was against the Yankees. Chase Utley absolutely went off. The rest of the Phillies yeah, but Kevin, he, he had, he, Here's the thing, dude. I'm not biased like Joe. I'm just a dude who follows sports. He doesn't... The argument ends. He doesn't have 2,000 hits. Do you realize the last guy to get in the Hall of Fame that doesn't have 2,000 hits was over 60 years ago? He just, like, like you have to check that benchmark, 2,000 hits. You can bring up one championship, but it's a team game. That, you know, I know that, but, but, like, the, but, I'm, but what I'm saying is. But what are you saying? He had one great World Series, so he deserves the Hall of Fame. Well, Billy, Billy Hatcher was, for the Reds in 1990 batted 750, which I believe still might be the World Series record which was amazing, and the Reds swept the A's. Billy Hatcher doesn't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. My point is... I don't know 
Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. You're right. You shouldn't know who Billy Hatcher is. Now, let me ask you something, because I, 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 what I was gonna say was like. Can I just say this? Sure. All the guys you mentioned who don't have 2,000 hits, were any of them by war the second best player in the whole MLB over an entire decade? That wasn't over an entire decade. That was over from 2005 to 2014. Chase Eldy had six good years in a row. I'd say he had six elite years, and then he had some good years. Other yeah, than that. six elite he was years. The best, he was six the best elite years do not make, the, the, make a Hall of Fame player. Do you well, think Jimmy Rollins? Like do you think Jimmy elite. Rollins is a Hall of Fame player? I think Jimmy Rollins is too. Well, I checked because I just wanted to know because I know Philly fans. I didn't. I didn't remember this hoopla around Jimmy Rollins retiring and all these Philly fans talking about his Hall of Fame candidacy. So I checked because I know you tweeted yesterday, Chase Utley, greatest second baseman of all time. I just put Kevin at Kevin Albright seven and Rollins into Twitter search. Zero results. I know. And if you're, I, honestly, you were not you out tweeted. there standing for Jimmy Rollins, even though his career stats are significantly better than Chase Utley's, and he's and he was an MVP. Yeah, I know. I think Jimmy Rollins is a Hall of Famer too, but it was never. I think it's pretty much a given that Jimmy Rollins is a Hall of Famer, so it's never really to be. And then when the people it's like really, you, but I mean, people like you were just like doubting Utley. I mean, I know you hate Utley. Like every Mets fan hates Utley. And I think you're just biased in the situation. He was a five-tool second baseman. Just don't come around. He hit for power. He was an absolute but, but, but he great did, defender. Kevin, let me, hold on, Brandon. Let is me hop Ian in here. Is Ian Kinsler a, a Hall of Famer? Ian Kinsler is not as good as Chase. But, but, but he already but, dominates but, but, but statistically, and he's played two less seasons. Kevin, take a step back, dude. Take a step, again, I'm an unbiased guy here. Prano, of course, is biased because he's, he's a Mets guy. But he's also presenting facts. Dude, if you put Chase Utley, and I did this earlier since I'm a Reds guy and I'm a Brandon Phillips guy, Chase Utley's stats side-by-side with Brandon Phillips of the Reds are basically the same, and they both are in their 16th season. Like, they're spot-on. What do you do, like batting average and like— Everything. Batting average, home runs, RBIs. Phillips has more gold gloves. But my my point is they're spot-on. They're literally spot-on. Brandon and Phillips. no one thinks Brandon Phillips. No one thinks Brandon Phillips is a Hall of Famer because well, he's not. Think about you just presented like a few offensive statistics. And no, then I presented some them nonsense. all. The, no, 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 no. Hold on. This this is what I don't like about fucking when people become fans and and, and they're on. They have this just this completely bad look at it because they're just they're just thinking with their fandom. I'm presenting average RBIs, home runs. The are those not the main stats? Those are good, but the thing about baseball is it's total, two sides of the game. There's defense and offense. And he, he never won a gold glove most, because of guys like Brandon Phillips was okay, playing in the well, National his League. Defensive metrics are better than, are a lot better than Brandon Phillips. He led the league in war one year and defensive war. He didn't win the MVP, is, which is still total is bullshit. Is Willie Randolph a Hall of Famer? I don't even know. No, I don't know. I of think course he's not. Of course he's okay, not. No well, one thinks Chase that. Chase was over that's his, a that's his war. That's his comparable war mate, Willie Randolph. That's who Chase Utley was in the big leagues. He was Willie Randolph. That's who he was. I I hate the guy because he fucking likes to injure people on purpose. You Dude, love the guy. Him on purpose. You that's love, a joke. You love the guy because he played for the Phillies. We both have our bias. Unfortunately, in the situation of Chase Utley as a Hall of Famer, my bias is 100% right, and your bias is you're a fucking finance guy. Crunch the numbers. Ian Kinsler has played two less seasons, already has more everything than Chase Utley. So if you don't think Ian Kinsler is a Hall of Famer, then you don't think Chase Utley's a Hall of Famer. 
right, I'm going to rest my case with this. Baseball is two sides. There's offense and defense. Chase Sutley was an elite defensive second baseman. He's by far the best defensive second baseman in the league for a whole decade. And he had good to great offensive numbers. His top years when the Phillies were great, he had good off, great offensive numbers. The other years he was good. So for a whole decade, he put together elite fielding and good to great good to great offense, which I think elite fielding and good to great offense is over a whole decade is a Hall of Famer. So let me ask you a question then, because you got 1,400 on your SATs. You claim Chase Utley is the best defensive second baseman for a decade, and you claim he's going to be in the Hall of Fame, and the writers who choose the Hall of Fame didn't think he was the single best second baseman in his league one year ever? You th- do you, well, does that if you do the like if you were make, doing a proof here? Do you see where the, the that would fall apart? Okay, well let's remember the Hall of Fame writers talking about. We're talking about the ones who don't let Barry Bonds in. We're talking about the ones who vote in Jeff Bagwell over Vladimir Guerrero. The MLB writers who vote for the Hall of Fames are fucking idiots. Well, we I think we, ag- is- we all agree on that, but you're you're missing Joe's point. Joe's point is the ones who vote for the Hall of Fame are the same ones who four times while he played for the Phillies said, okay, "Hey, well, Brandon Phillips is better than him at second base." Well, I think. My thing is my take. I don't think he's going to make the Hall of Fame. I think he should. You're make a the Hall of Fame. But I don't. Make, I don't think he'll make it. I think he should. I think I obviously am biased, Joe. And I, I will admit that I am biased. I was a huge Chase Utley fan, like back when he, he's like my favorite Philly. I was a huge fan of him. I'm biased. Joe's biased. Uh, I think he should. To be honest, I don't think he will. But I think he should. I think like he totally turned a team around. He turned a team around. That was not he wasn't good the at best all. player in the team's middle infield. Yeah, because the middle infield is one of the best shortstops the, of the generation. Was, at, there was a time when he was the fourth best infielder. On the Phillies? Yeah. The, uh, I, think Howard had like, I think Howard had like one year better than Utley. I think Utley was better than all the other years. Man, you're blinded by some love for old Chase, buddy. I, yeah, I, well, I Chase, the, Chase Utley checks all the boxes for Philly fans. White scumbag. <laughs> That's all you gotta be. What you do gotta you, be a white well, scumbag. What do you What do you make of Prado's assessment of, of all Philly fans? Do, do you think? It's I mean, accurate? like I, I mean, I believe. It. I mean, I mean, all of my teams are better than Joe's teams, so I know he's a little bit salty. The Shots Mets fired. are dog shit. The Giants are dog shit. The Knicks are dog shit. Notre Dame is dog shit. And I think, like, I think Chase Utley, like, it's unfortunate that Ruma Tejada got hurt. Like, I don't think. That Utley, Utley's a good guy. He didn't try to injure him. He was trying to break up the double play. Do injuries happen? Yes. Like Anthony Barr, who broke Aaron Rodgers' collarbone. Was he trying to break his collarbone? I don't think so. Some people think he did. I don't think he was trying to break his collarbone. It's just a football play. The Chase Utley player is just a baseball play. Well, let me ask you something real quick. Do you think Jerry Sandusky was trying to fuck boys in a shower? Yes. Okay. Just wanted to see where we're at here. Just, yeah. just had to level and the Joe, point. Joe Paterno definitely knew. Okay. So 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 a little give and take here. All right, what before we let you go? Well, he, I, now do you have any? Do you have any like what? What do you want to say about the Philadelphia? That's Eagles? what I wanted to get to about the Eagles. I mean, I don't know. I think I, you're, I mean, you're you riding. You're riding. You're riding high. It was. It's been 52 years. The Eagles have finally joined the rest of society with a Super Bowl. They still have the least in the NFC East, which is actually <laughs> incredible, but. Welcome, welcome to the welcome to the Champions Club. Does it feel great? Feels good, yeah. yeah. What'd you do yeah, the night I'm... they won the Super Bowl? 
Uh, so How I much went, horse shit was eaten? <laughs> so I went from – I was in the school in Pittsburgh. My friend who goes to school in Philly came to Pittsburgh for like the Friday and Saturday. And then on Saturday, we went over to Philly. And I stayed overnight Saturday night, and then I stayed there in Philly to watch the game on Sunday night. And after they won – I went down to Broad Street and I was just waistbanding a bunch of beers and we were all just like drinking on Broad Street and having a good time. There's a lot. It's pretty crazy. There's a lot of riot police. People were like pushing shit over. And yeah, nothing like celebrating good. a Super Bowl by burning down your own city. It's so lovely. Yeah. Uh, it was a good- now, this is a serious question from, uh, you know, since we are a sports show and you're a Philly fan, I always I do like to get inside the head of fans. What what is the what's going on inside the head of an Eagles fan in regards to your quarterback situation? Um, to be honest, I mean Foles only had one year on his deal. I saw they got a second round pick for him, and I'm pretty sure Wentz will be healthy when he comes back. So I was hoping. I mean, I love Foles, but I mean, then again, the NFL is a business. I think they should have traded him for the second round pick, but have run it by him first. I don't want to see Foles on the bench after he just absolutely went off in the playoffs. It's kind of shitty to him, but I mean, it is Carson Wentz's team. Obviously they did lose a lot of draft picks for the Carson Wentz trade. So, but now I mean, are, it is are, what it is. Our Phil, our Eagles fans, are you guys kind of like let Foles start the season and, and let Wentz like take his time? Or are they hoping he's back for week one? Uh, I hope he's back week one, dude. Fuck taking your time. I don't. I think Carson Wentz also <laughs> says fuck taking your time. I don't think Carson Wentz is going to come back slow. He's a competitor. He's going to want to come right back, and I agree. I think he'll be ready. It's it'll be nine months. He's looking really good. I've been watch. I saw some videos of him throwing and moving around. He looks really good. Because because that you always know watching a couple of videos. <laughs> Look, if I'm you, if I'm a, if I'm an Eagles fan, this is just my take. You sit at least four games, at least a quarter of the season. Let Foles play. He obviously has shown what he can do. That's just my take. Yeah. I, I mean, mean I, I certainly like keeping Foles around just to have him on. I, I'm fine with you guys starting in week one, but you got to let you keep who I trade Foles for a second rounder when you know he's a competent backup and you know your coach is, is a guy who likes to trade draft picks to get quarterbacks and then run the fucking option with him. <laughs> That's the old coach. I hated Chip Kelly. Well, didn't, guys, uh, didn't didn't Wentz get hurt running the fucking spread option on in the Rams game? He did. Yeah, the goal you line. can't put you can't put Wentz as an option quarterback. That's a horrible take. I didn't say he was an option quarterback. I said your coach runs the option with him. Okay, yeah, I think he did. I don't think he's going to anymore though. I think I, you, be done with I that. certainly hope. Well, not. Kevin, here's the good news: the, the Eagles play again in Los Angeles this year. And I am offering you Joe Prano's apartment if you fly out here. You can stay with Joe. You guys can you can, uh, guys can bunk up together. That's yeah, well, dope. Did, well see, we already have tickets to that game, and you can go with Andy Ruther because I'm not watching the NFL this year. So you and Andy Ruther, you go to the Rams game. And yeah, you can stay in my apartment. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, I'll bring, <laughs> I'll, I'll bring some cool shit over. We'll have a good time. That's a long flight, though. Cool what, shit what, over. What does that entail? <laughs> Grandma? <laughs> no, I'll bring some food over. I make good hot wing dip. I think you guys would definitely like my hot wing dip. Wait, wait, you're flying with hot wing dip? <laughs> Dude, I'll find a way. I'll, here's what I'll do. I'll bring He's going to waistband that shit. Philly fans are, are just... I'll, I'm going to check an insulated bag with like ice in it and put my hot wing dip in there. Or actually... You really get a 1400 I, what would be a better? 
What would be a better idea? I'd go to Los Angeles and then go to the grocery store and pick up stuff for Hot Wings. There you go. And then I'll make it. And and I do want to let you know, though, we got to wrap this up, but I do live on the second floor. And as you said about Chase Utley, accidents happen. So you just want to be careful. (laughs) You never know when accidents are going to happen. I won't turn turn my back to the runner so I can avoid the contact. All right, Kevin. Well, we appreciate you having patience with us. We finally made the call happen. Thanks for supporting the show. And I'll stay dirty, all right? Yeah, thanks for calling me. Have a great night. Thanks, man. You too. All right, Prano. Live calls with dirt balls. We can take the the headphones off Take the headphones off. Wow. I mean, how long are we into the show? All we've talked about is Chase fucking Utley in Philadelphia. Like, are you you guys trying to drive me to drink? Yeah. No, we're about 45 minutes into the show. You know what I need to get for you, though? Dear God, look at that. Look at that facial hair. We need to get you some Harry's razors. Oh, I got them. And uh, the, the beauty of letting it grow like this is when I have Harry's razors, I don't have to worry about letting it get too thick because I know I'll always be able to take it down with the Harry's. Lesser razors never do the job on a Joe Prano beard. Yeah. That's why only Harry's for me. I'm about five days in, too. I need, I need to get some Harry's. You need to get some Harry's on those lines, bro. I know. The lines are growing back. Now it just looks like I had a head injury. You know when we play volleyball with the lines? Yeah. And we put, like, lines down? Yeah. You currently have the, like, we didn't bring the lines, so we just have to stamp lines in the sand. Uh, so I need to use that, that fifth blade that Harry's has yeah, fifth, on the lines. fifth trimmer blade. Well, Harry stands behind the quality of their blades. That's, and they know that switching blades is not an easy decision. So they've created a trial offer, Dirt Balls. Claim yours by going to harrys.com forward slash dirty get a $13 value trial set that comes with everything you need for a close comfortable shave it includes all these things a weighted ergonomic handle five blade razor with the lubricating strip and trimmer blade that rich lathering shave gel which we, you and I both love and also a travel blade cover which I used on my last trip love that travel blade cover all you guys can redeem this trial set at harrys.com forward slash dirty. So make sure you go to harrys.com forward slash dirty to redeem your offer and let them know that I sent you to support the show. And this week, stay tuned, we're going to be launching a huge Harry's giveaway. So get a jump start right now by going to harrys.com forward slash dirty. You want to tease that a little bit? What are we giving away? We got some things. Maybe some of these trial sets, possibly. Ooh, interesting. Maybe, maybe Dirt Balls might have to submit some videos like we've done in the past with Flag and Anthem. I love when the Dirt Balls get creative. Why are you smiling at me? No, because the, the way you were... <laughs> you were describing it. I was, was, like, I, was I showing my hands a lot? I imagine that's what Kevin was doing when he was talking about his like, wing dip. He's like, <laughs> I'll bring the good wing dip. I get very handsy. I'm a handsy guy. Yeah. You notice Even that? Even you have little hands, you should be hiding them. <laughs> did you see my? Did you see how small my hands looked in that picture with Sean Merriman last week? Like, did man, you, your everything looks small in that picture, dude. I somebody, looked, somebody uh, replied to me and said, "Who photoshopped in the little guy?" Yeah. <laughs> somebody texted me and they go, "Dude, you and Prano are you Prano and Sean Merriman? Because those guys are tall and Sean Sean's hands look like like a." Like a mitt, dude. Yeah. Like a catcher's mitt. He's got massive hands. And I'm holding up like a thumbs up. And it just, it literally looks like I was a Make-A-Wish or some shit. Yeah, it almost looked like, Sh- Sean's hands were so big, it almost looked like he was wearing a gold glove. Unlike Chase Utley. <laughs> <laughs> See, you're the one who can't let it die, Frano. No, I'll never let it die. Like Ruben Tejada's legs? Too soon? I mean, that guy's out of baseball. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm That guy's joke. out of baseball. I'm just saying. He ruined some dude's livelihood. 
We got to talk about the NFL. I, I know you love it. We got to talk about all the savagery that's going on in the offseason. Bro. Yeah. Out of control. What, what's the latest? Where do you start? <laughs> well, Pac-Man Jones last week, yeah. this was literally right before we had Sean. Actually, if you go to the pre-show on YouTube, you see us discussing it with Sean Merriman. You get Sean's hot take, Pac-Man Jones. Sean knows Pac-Man well. In yeah. fact, I'll tease it a little. They were supposed to have dinner, I believe the night before this all happened. And Sean defends Pac-Man. A dude in, uh, what was it, in Atlanta at Jackson Hartfield Airport? who works for the airport, went at Pac-Man and tried to fight him. And then Pac-Man and him threw, like literally threw down. And Pac-Man had on a fanny pack while he fought the dude. Now, Pac-Man's currently unemployed. Right. Well, and one of the greatest things, too, was Pac-Man never took off his backpack. Yeah. So while he was fighting, he had a backpack on, too. And a fanny pack. He was rocking both. Baller. Now... The fighting style. Have you ever fought with your fanny pack on? I don't wear a fanny pack. Oh, I actually almost fought that dude. The old dude. When, when I was you running, were running through the marina? And the guy who, who, who was coming up to me. Do you feel like me. you could have taken him even though you were wearing a fa- fanny pack? Do you think, would that have affected your fighting? Well, you no, know, because it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a More belt. More of an athletic fanny pack. Yeah, it's a belt. They call yeah. it. They call it a... Uh, a fanny pack. A fanny pack. <laughs> I think we already settled An this. athletic fanny pack. But whatever I mean, they this call is it. the Chase Utley of fucking... <laughs> Waistband arguments. Okay. Like, sorry, dude. Because I because around so your it's waist. It's a fucking fanny pack. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah and if I, I think I could have taken the sixty-five-year-old guy, <laughs> and I would have fucked up his dog too. Yeah, well, the dog would have been a casualty. I'm just saying. Some Pac-Man shit right there. Yeah, but Pac-Man. I want to talk about his fighting style. My brother and I were texting about it. My brother loves Pac-Man stuff. He's like, dude, for an athlete, for a guy who's been in the league twelve years, fighting just a random. Custodian from the airport. He didn't throw that many good punches. Like no, he, dude. The defensive backs with the slap fighting. They, no one's trying to actually hit anybody because they don't want to fucking hurt their hand on the helmet. That's some. It's some. That's some slap fighting defensive back shit. Still a pro athlete. Yeah, and a bitch apparently. Like fucking knuckle up and fight somebody. But you know the guy. The it wasn't Pac Man. The guy huh. was charged. The the other guy who attacked him. I know, and like I love that people come out of the world, but it's like you, you don't hear like, "Wow, oh, some guy attacked fucking Tom Brady." Like, <laughs> how can people always attacking the random dude who's already been arrested forty times? I'm just saying, does this now it's like pa- Goji being like, "She cheated on me"? Now Pac-Man is is right now technically unemployed, which I, I got to reiterate it so many times to win or be nominated for the Aaron Hernandez Savage of the Year Award, which we give out any, every yeah. January when they give out the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award, you have to be on a current NFL roster. You just do. And Pac-Man is currently not on an NFL roster, so he needs to get signed by a team. And then he's eligible? Then he's eligible. But then is he eligible? If he gets signed, is he eligible for this incident? Oh, I don't know. I mean, we, need, we need to write up some you, bylaws. You got all, I know. You got all kinds of fucking rules, but you don't even know your rules. I think you have to be on a team when the incident occurs. Okay. And then if you get, like, cut from that team for, like, murdering somebody, you know what I mean? You're still eligible. For the Aaron Hernandez Savage Yeah, it's like, it's like a championship ring. Like, if you're on the, ch- the team at any point during the season, you get a ring. Well, I've decided this year we're going to get an actual statue and send it to the winner of this year's Aaron Hernandez Savage of the Year Award. Is it going to be of Aaron Hernandez hanging himself with a bed sheet? I don't know, man. 
I mean, that's that's pretty dark. I feel like we could get arrested ourselves for sending that. A bronze statue of a guy hanging? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. You never know in 2018. Well, someone who's not nominated, but if he was still playing, would be a for sure winner, is our boy, Kellen Winslow Jr. Bro. 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 About legacy, yo. I mean, he is really cementing that legacy, yo. Kellen Winslow Jr., first, what he, this is what, before we get to hit the newest charges, he showed up to... <laughs> about it did you see what he showed up to court as yeah a jewish man (laughs) he showed up to court as a jewish man so this is the latest in the kellen winslow jr case he shows up to court his hair's grown out yeah like like joe saying like like a jew fro yeah and he's got big like 80 year old fucking brooklyn jewish man glasses yeah and they're saying his, I mean, I shouldn't be laughing because it's so fucked up. His rape victims were so old, they couldn't identify him in the court. And that's his lawyer's strategy. Yeah. Show up and look like a Jewish man. He's like, here's what you need. You need a Jewish lawyer, and you need a Jewish hairpiece, you need Jewish glasses, and I got you. Provided you only sexually assaulted 80-plus-year-old Jewish women. <laughs> They're like, I don't know. Is it over there or not? Well, the bad news for Kellen Winslow Jr. is he didn't just assault 80-year-old women. He now has been charged with raping an unconscious teenager 15 years ago. Well, she's not going to identify him. That's for sure. Authorities say this. She's se- unconscious, right? Like- yeah, that's a good point. According to authorities, the 17-year-old girl was assaulted in San Diego County in 2003. That's like when he was on the team. 2003? Yeah, he well, well, this is right before he played in the NFL. He played from 2004 to 2012. Yeah, so he was still playing with the U. Yeah. An unconscious 17-year-old girl. I don't. I mean, I want to know the details of that because I'm like, wait, what? How is? But I really don't. Like, I don't. I don't need to. I don't need to fill in the rest of the picture. He's a piece of shit. A total piece of shit. And I feel like a piece of shit for having him on Dirty Sports. I know. I mean, by far, the worst guest in terms of what they stand for that we ever had on the Dirty Sports. At least until Albright called in, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> fucking Philly, man. <laughs> you guys are almost like guilty by association. I know. Now. Like, there's something like. If he says it's about legacy, yo, on the fucking stand, like. <laughs> you I'm might get myself. called in the court. Yeah, right? We, you know, the thing is, we've had, we've been involved. Now, let's take a look at this. Uh, Yoshi. Yep. yep. What he said on here, it definitely worked its way into the case. Uh, Nate Craig came on our podcast four years, three years ago, four years ago, and the lawyer because he had a case, some sort of case going on. Remember, right? Yep. He got in a fight at a bar, yep. and the lawyer brought up his appearance in Dirty Sports. Mm-hmm. We're like, Tug, Tug Coker was a rape suspect, <laughs> <laughs> but we all know he doesn't have to. He was acting, Joe. Okay, well. Don't riff on that joke, I guess. I'm going to get another beer. (laughs) I'm just saying, I feel like we are 
inching closer to Dirty Sports being on an actual 2020, which would be good publicity. Just saying. I, I think I think it'd be a good move. We have on a get, you know, Pac-Man Jones. Do we bring him on? What if they subpoena you guys for court? Subpoena. What if they what? Subpoena. <laughs> <laughs> Subpoenaed. <laughs> What's it called? When they give you the little paperwork? So, subpoena. subpoena. Huh. Same no, thing. Say it how you said it. Subpoena? Subpoena. Tomato, I, tomato. That's a name. Tomato, that's a name of a kid who grows up in Costa Rica. Hey, Subpoena, come here. Come here, Subpoena. That's like a, that's like a great baseball pitcher. He's an old lefty. Then when Subpoena comes in, man, he throws that high heat. You know, Orlando Sapina has more hits than Chase Utley. <laughs> <laughs> Unreal. Well, in the last of the NFL news, NFL criminal news, I should say, LaShawn McCoy. Yikes. This case is just... T- I, it's been tough to keep up with. It's taken so many odd twists and turns. Well, I, I do want to point out, shout out to Eagles fans for... Stepping in a nice pool of dog shit on this one, hating a guy for being black. Turned out you were right the whole time. <laughs> well, LaShawn McCoy's estranged girlfriend, I've never heard that term until you read these articles, estranged girlfriend got her ass kicked. And I mean beat and basically robbed of her jewelry. Her name is Delicia Corden, and she is a Instagram model. Because that's a profession now. Yeah. She got her ass kicked. She called 911 because somebody took a diamond bracelet off her wrist. She thought McCoy sent henchmen to do the job. But now, this is from three hours ago from People. This is where I'm getting the hot, the hot sources from Andy Ruther for this case. According to People, she now is backing off from that. Her lawyer is saying now she thought it might have to do with LaShawn McCoy. But the lawyer is saying she's not backtracking but she says he might not have had anything directly to do with it, which means there's just a lot of sketchy shit going on here. Yeah. He was a sketchy fucking scumbag, dude. Remember, he was the guy who, like, threw people out of his bus on the side of the highway for not, because, like... Strippers wouldn't, like, start sucking dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that wasn't... Just threw him out on the fucking New Jersey turnpike. So, I don't know what to make of all this. Uh, I do think... Shady. There's some shady stuff going on here. Yeah. And I don't know a random dude who comes to the house. Anybody know where LaShawn McCoy went to college? Pitt. You got it. (laughs) So Kevin Albright set this whole thing up. I'm just saying. But here's the weird thing. I think she's living in his house, right? Did you see that detail? Currently? Yeah. But he was also trying to get stuff back from her. Like, I I don't, dude, I don't fucking know. There's, There's too many. There's too many things involved here. Then there was there was something else I saw where there was a case a few years ago where the cops were called and like she was trying to escape out the window. There was like a a bed sheet that she was trying to climb out the window, but then the cops didn't arrest him. I mean, it sounds like a fucking Rumpelstiltskin shit. I don't know what's going on <laughs> yeah. here. Wasn't that Rumpelstiltskin when when she tied the bed sheets out the window? That's Rapunzel. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know my Disney movies. <laughs> What was Rumpelstiltskin? He was the he was the hay, right? 
Did you have something to do with hay? Rumble Stillskins is a good man. So are you guys. All right, Frankenstein, have fun with your friends. What are Rumble Still? I don't know what you're talking about right now. That's from fucking Big Daddy. You haven't said. Oh my god! How do you spell like the- Rumble Stillskin? That's the best. That's the best. I don't know. Line. What was Rumpel Stiltskin? I used to read that book as a kid. What was Rumpel Stiltskin's deal? Oh, okay. He was a bad little man, though. I remember that. Whatever. Uh, We're not looking up what no, Rumpel Stiltskin. No, Trevor is looking it up now. But hold on. Let's talk about the best line in fucking Big Daddy. In my opinion, Adam Sandler's best movie. He goes. He goes to the park, and he and the kids drinking yuho, and he's trying to like lure him into like. Talking like saying the bad shit they do. He goes, you know, goes goes good in a little yoohoo, little rum. And the kid goes, Rumpelstiltskin. He goes, Rumpelstiltskin is a good man. So are you guys. All right, Frankenstein, have fun with your friends. <laughs> you think Big Daddy? Yeah, is Sandler's best yeah, movie for sure. Dude, fucking kill yourself. What do no, you think it, is his it, best movie? Not, not even close over Billy Madison no. or Happy Gilmore. Big Daddy, Big, Big Daddy, Daddy, a thousand. Trevor, no one asked your opinion first Big of all. Daddy. Well, you're Big you're Daddy. wrong. So your opinion's wrong already. <laughs> yeah. So, Big Daddy's, come on, Big Daddy's fucking classic. It's such a good movie. It's like it's actually like a good movie. Like in addition, to, uh, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, hilarious, and like. Dude, the, the Ben Stiller, the side characters, Ben Stiller alone Dude, in I, Happy Gilmore. First of all, I will put Rob Schneider and Big Daddy over fucking Ben Stiller all day. Yeah. Mr. No, you Mr. didn't. Fish? His Pony? Mr. Delivery Guy is the best yeah. role he's ever played. Yeah. Over Ben Stiller? Yep. Yeah. In, in Happy Gilmore? They go together like lamb and tuna fish. <laughs> what? Fucking- is this not a good analogy? You prefer the peanut butter and jelly? Apollo Creed is in fucking Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Apollo okay. fucking Creed. And? Yeah. And he doesn't have fu- a functioning hand because an alligator bit his hand off. D- dude, Happy Gilmore is with... Uh, or Billy... I'm confusing. Yeah. Happy which, Gilmore. Which one's, your, which one's the best? What are you putting up there? I don't know. I mean, Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison are... Dude, rewatch Big Daddy. Big Daddy is a fucking classic. Classic. I'm not saying I don't like Big Daddy, but to me, Big Daddy does just does not compare oh, I to Happy Gilmore. I think it's his best one. Shooter McGavin, come I'll, on! I'll tell you what. I say Waterboy is even better than oh, Billy that's Madison. Just nonsense! Now you're, no. you're ruining our side of the argument. <laughs> <laughs> Waterboy's good, but it's not. I mean, Happy Gilmore. My entire dude, Happy Gilmore. I went to see with all my brothers. All of us. That might have been the only movie that all five of us ever saw together. Well, just us. Sounds like you needed to be loved by your family more, and now you're having you're blown. Hey, I love Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore is great, but Big Daddy, that's come on. That's like that's peak Sandler. That was when he was like boom, everything. That was it. That was the moment. No way, dude. Nothing ever good came after. I mean, some good stuff came. I mean, look, and and and, and don't get me wrong. Hold on. First of all, uh, Sandler in non like. Happy Madison Productions also good. Spanglish is a Spanglish is a fantastic movie. All right, we got we got an EJ to weigh in on. Have you seen Spanglish? Have you seen it? What? We need the awful. Hold on, let the non-white guy weigh in on this shit. (laughs) Okay, honestly, I I see both sides of the argument, but the only thing that's making me lean towards Joe more is that Big Daddy has aged better. The other movies, like they're still funny. Bob Barker kicks (laughs) fucking. Adam Sandler's ass on a golf course. I understand, but as time progresses, like 
people's humor changes too and it, it you know you kind of like certain things are just they were really funny back then and like they're still funny but not as funny as maybe something that was maybe a better overall movie so that's by the way i'm putting billy madison over happy gilmore too why i'll be curious about that because they're pretty close to me because yeah and they're pretty close to me too. Both stop fucking, looking at me swan both fucking amazing but yeah just like the lines like when he takes her into the fucking tent carl good <laughs> to see ya <laughs> And then there we go. I love the jack. Same as the last one. I love one. the wax shack. Uh, replace the nine iron with a pitching wedge. And then just Norm. Norm's you're already, great. You're to get the Norm bump. Yeah. Anybody know what date is? Uh, October. The old the old black maid is great. Yeah. 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 But Big Daddy, in my opinion, Peak Sandler. Or that movie where he played the devil's son. What was that? Little Nicky. <laughs> yeah. Such Little Nicky was okay. I think what. Not that I give a fuck, but we should put this out there on the Twitterverse. Yeah. I'll be curious to see what people think. Well, there's a fucking, there's a Happy Gilmore, like, there's like 25 Happy Gilmore, like, fake accounts. Like, a Twitter polls, let's just agree, Twitter, like, Chase Utley's a Hall of Famer according to yeah, Twitter. good so point. what the fuck are we talking good, good about Good point, here? good point there. I just, I, I'm surprised by that, that you're so adamant on Big Daddy. Oh, Peak Sandler. He didn't, he didn't follow up well after Big Daddy. No. That's I'm telling you, it's peak Sandler. It was. It, talk about how it peaked up to that. It was it, after that. It went Little Nicky. Like these are the top movies: Little Nicky, Mr. Deeds, Eight Crazy Nights, Anger Management, Fifty First Dates, Spanglish, The Longest Yard, Click, and that's and fifty and Span- and then like and that's Spanglish it, it's isn't all, a Sandler movie. Yeah, Sp- it's, Spanglish it's, is great. First of all, I stand by that. As is Punch Drunk Love. Another fucking great non-Happy Madison Sandler movie. It was all downhill after Big Daddy. Dude, uh, Spang- rewatch Spanglish, Trevor. Have you seen Spanglish, EJ? You have to watch it. You're fucking Spanglish. I'll fucking, I mean, Paz Vega? Like that, I that, forget, who's that in makes, Spanglish? Is that Tia? Uh, yeah, she's his wife in it. Tia Leone? And then Paz Vega's in it. She's a, th- she makes a movie seven and a half just on her tits alone. I, now I feel like I need to rewatch all these. If movies. you haven't seen Sex with Lucia, which by the way is a Paz Vega movie, that for okay, you know how people are always, you know, how dirtballs are always calling us for like relationship advice and shit like that. Somebody, Here's, did you see somebody DM'd and was like, Andy, give me advice for my Tinder profile? I just wrote back, pay me, and he never responded. <laughs> well, that's r- r- absurd. But uh, the net, I don't know if it's on Netflix and chill, but uh, if it's if it's not on Netflix, find it. Play Sex with Lucia when you have a girl come over. I mean. You're going to get to some fucking eventually. I, I told you I watched a recent one that came out in the last three or four years. It was a serious one. It was really good, though. Sandler, his son has like a, his son can't, his son can't like basically have, lose his virginity because he's, he's just addicted to weird porn and he's cheating on his wife. Oh, you Jennifer Garner? Yeah. Yeah. You watch it? Yeah. It's, it's pretty good. It's really good. It's a serious one, though. But, uh, Holy shit, man. Big Daddy. Happy Gilmore. I'm going to have to rewatch him. Uh, Prano, I've been meaning to play this. Put the headphones on. I just, I have to play it. I have to play it. You're Stephen A. Smith, man. This is old. This is like 10 days old. Stephen A. Smith. Now, we've seen these people who can't pronounce meme. Have you seen some of these? No. You haven't seen some of these? Is this a meme? 
he he joins he joins the list. Well, fuck it, I'll just play all these. He joins the list of people who can't pronounce meme. Uh, so the first one up is Stephen A. Smith. L- listen to Stephen A. Smith trying to pronounce meme. Oh, by the way, this is about Boogie Cousins joining the Warriors. Georgia to New York City, all the way out here in L.A. where I'm at right now. Everybody's talking. Oh my God! Just just, just, just do away with the NBA. You've got memes. <laughs> That's unbelievable. All right, let me play this again. Right now, everybody's talking. Oh my God! Just just, just, just do away with the NBA. You've got memes <laughs> on Twitter with Adam Silver wearing a Golden State Warriors. Okay. So uh, also. Just by some, is is Stephen A. Smith now doing an impression of me doing an impression of Stephen <laughs> A. Smith? He on Twitter talking about memes. Like what? The irony is that's what all my all my brothers' kids, all the nephews and nieces, they call my mom Mimi. That's basically what he was doing. He was calling my mom Mimi's. My mom's all over Twitter. Well, I was just thinking about this uh, the other day. I want everybody's answer because now that we're talking memes. Uh, what do you, do you ever like? I would say there's like four or five gifts that I act out pretty regularly. What would you say your top ones are? Do you ever? Do, I mean, you, we all do blinking guy, right? Blinking like, guy, blinking guy's up there for me. That I act out. Let me think about that. What are yours? Mine, far and away. The best one, like anytime I'm feeling good, is the Shaq and the cat dancing. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. One? <laughs> like dancing Shaq cat, like <laughs> something good happens to me. I'm like, ooh, am I cat or am I Shaq? I don't know, but we're dancing with each other. Well, I realized lately, multiple times recently, I've said blinking guy meme to people who have no clue what I'm talking yeah. about. They just go, what? I go, blinking guy meme. They go, I, I have no clue what you're talking about. And then I just don't talk to those people ever again. Because if you don't know the blinking guy meme, get out of my life. All right, but here are some other people who don't know how to pronounce meme. This is a pretty good article from USA Today for the win. This was uh, Jim Nance during March Madness. Today he creates a Hall of Fame meme. <laughs> <laughs> are we sure it's not meme? Let's, let's play it again. I don't know. People were saying Jif for a while. Today he creates a Hall of Fame meme. So Mimi seems to be a big one. And here is uh, Bryce Harper on uh, SportsCenter with Scott Van Pelt. Clown, clown Mimi, bro. Offshore. Oh, of course there's a fucking ad. Hold on a second. I wonder, I wonder how he's going to... Can we thus some premium YouTube? <laughs> yeah, let's... I'm going to close with an idiotic question because I think I'm good at those. Um, it's, it's a would you rather. Would, I'm looking at your hair right now, and obviously I have none. Would you rather be as bald as I am for the rest of your life or never have a season again where you have double-digit home runs? I'm talking like seven is a whole lot of home runs. So you're bald as Van Pelt or seven home runs is like a big power year for you. Which would you rather be? I don't even want to answer that right now because I know how many memes are going to be out there of me with... <laughs> I love that he tried to avoid becoming a may-may and called it a may-may. Would you rather be? I don't even want to answer that right now because I know how many may are going to be out there of me with a bald head. Bryce Harper is like a ditzy blonde girl who lives in Orange County. He's like, that's a clown would you rather, bro. I'm not answering that. 
And then, uh, do we want to do a Judge Judy one? There's a yeah, judge. There, I mean, why would we skip that? There's a Judge Judy one on here too. Hold on, one second. All right, let's see it. Um, this is a meme. I did not start this meme. I did not make this meme, and I did not share this meme. <laughs> Let me play that one again. She says, how many times did she say Mimi? Um, this is a Mimi. I did not start this Mimi. I did just not make this new Mimi, one. and I did not share this meme. That's amazing. Who knew that many people didn't know how to pronounce meme? I think this should be a test of my parents. I need to get in front of them and say, how do you pronounce this word? If my seventy-four-year-old dad, I just want, I just want a Mimi of uh, Rob Schneider going fish, pony, Mimi. It's a big daddy callback. Anyway, I know, I, I, I know what it Sorry. is, and someone just made a Mimi of you doing that. What if it really was Mimi? But they all said Mimi. But what did Bryce Harper say? Mime. Mime. <laughs> Mime is a gay French guy. You see that new Mame painting? Man, it's fucking great. Mame's that weird gay wrestling everybody watches. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, You know what I saw, which I thought was pretty interesting? ESPN eliminated... Did you see this? I don't know what you're talking they about. They <laughs> eliminated the comment section. How would I start... ESPN, yeah, have you heard about this? What the fuck are you talking about? They eliminated the comment section underneath all their stories, which is an interesting move. So they made it, you initially, you know, it went from anybody could leave a comment under an account, any account. You know, it could be the completely faceless troll, like, yeah. you know, Chase Utley 2012 fan. Then they made it so you had to do your Facebook, which I like, attach it to a real person. And then they just got rid of it Good. the last couple of weeks. Who cares what anybody thinks? I kind of like it, too. Yeah. I think YouTube should do it. I think Facebook should do it. No Face comments. Yeah. Who cares? I'm putting that shit out there. I I wish I could disable people commenting under my Twitter. Where you, you're just sharing it. Why do I? I'm not. I don't need your fucking feedback. Now, now I got to I got to I got to put out just facts. I'm just going to list some facts. And then you're going to try to tell me how 1,800 is somehow greater than 3,000? Like, what? There were no replies. No more replies for anything. Yeah, but you lo you, you're the king of replying to people. Well, I know, because it's addicting. But you got to... Nope, no more. Shut it down. Well, I, wanna, I actually want to read the replies to my question yesterday that, that we wrote when we were at... Alehouse, because you got accused of being a fuckboy yesterday. I've been like called a fuckboy multiple boy. times. I've been called a fuckboy now twice in the past week. <laughs> Three times. So if you, if you include Trevor right there, I was called you a fuckboy. Fuck, you are a fuckboy. I was called a fuckboy by a girl, and then yesterday we played volleyball, and two of the girls who played said that I have fuckboy lines in my hair. Because apparently, fuckboy lines are a thing. Yeah. You thought you were like, I'm going to go crazy. I'm going to do shit some people never did in a while. And then they're like, oh, fuckboys are doing it everywhere. So I wrote, so they said, okay, put it to Twitter. The girl said, let's put it to Twitter. And I wrote, what is a fuckboy? And I predicted that somebody, most people were going to reply, you're a fuckboy. The number one response was Andy Ruther. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a maymay. Then, then one girl took You just got maymayed, bro. <laughs> did one girl fucking pull the lines on you? 
One girl put a screenshot of my profile pic. And what did you write with that? Just kidding. <laughs> Most of it was just me. Do you still not know what a fuckboy is? Someone put Jared Smallwood, who's a dirtball. Coach Smalls put someone who shaves lines into their hair. No, because hold on. The girls themselves yesterday, they both had different definitions of fuckboy. Yeah. So what is a fuckboy? That is the question. We don't know. Is it I, gu- kn- I feel like I, I know. Do, like, I, I knew like the I answer. Know. What and is a fuckboy? These girls boy? were the fucking all over the place. What is a fuckboy? It's kind of in the name. Like you just want to fuck girls and don't feel like get like being in a relationship. Like yeah. you're just going to fuck girl to girl. In the past, that's called a fucking like player. Yeah, player. player. Yeah, you're just a fuck. Oh. Yeah, you're just a fuck boy. Like you're just going to fuck girls and then But leave. I also think that there You're is not like a fuck boy. I also think that you're there is like <laughs> I also think there is this like new modern like addition to it which is like now like back in the day if you were just like a player like you could just like meet a girl at a bar and then like you could give off a vibe like oh and then you fuck her and you don't call her and she's like oh it turns out he was just like a player he was just like a dog but now with like tinder and bumble and the internet like i feel like a fuck boy goes out of the way to not seem like they're just a fuckboy, but then in the end, they just fuckboy you. Like, you got, there's like, dude, you're like, oh, I'm a nice guy, blah, 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 blah. And then you fuck her, and then you never talk to her again. You're like, oh, you're a fuckboy. Turns out you're a fuckboy the whole time. This we're, not, you, we're not front about it. Yeah. I'm it's more like front. a hidden. Like, I feel like fuckboys are like always kind of like a little loosely like, no, what are you talking about? Like, I'm a good dude. And then it's like, ah, got nah. you. No, you can be the whole, first of all, you can be a nice guy and fuck a girl, and just because you don't. Get serious with her doesn't make you a fuckboy. To me, a fuckboy is somebody who lies and is hiding stuff. So, so my well, argu- I think that's kind of it too. I think but, that but, goes along with jokes. I don't hide anything. My argument to the girl, the first girl who called yeah. me a fuckboy, <laughs> so sensitive. The, well, here's why I'm sensitive because the, the first girl who called me a fuckboy and she didn't respond to that. I go, okay. My definition of fuckboy is somebody who lies. You listen and hear me on podcasts talk about other girls I fuck openly. But you didn't tell her about it. You just told your fucking podcast listeners. <laughs> a real fuckboy is hiding shit on the down low. Agreed? No, I, I, I actually don't think so. And I, in fact, I think a lot of times, like, a real fuck, like, not even. I think you're both right. Like, I think you, yeah. you both got, you both have good points. Like, I think, I think there's no true definition. Yeah. I think you both have good points. Like, I think it's. I mean, Ruther is definitely a fuckboy. He's definitely a fuckboy. Yeah, like, that. That's a 100% yeah, 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 yeah. He's got fuckboy yeah. lines. Let's he's got fuckboy tendencies. Yeah, yeah. He's doing fuckboy things yeah. in fuckboy places. Tell me my fuckboy tendencies. We have fuckboy lines. <laughs> no, just because two girls during volleyball told me I had fuckboy lines. You regularly, you regularly, and you tell me this all the time, you regularly <laughs> meet a girl, know that you're not really that interested in the girl, <laughs> Fuck her for a while, knowing it's never going to be anything but fucking her, and then you like wait for her to figure that out, and then you move on. D- no, that, <laughs> in fact, I would say you're king fuckboy. You're the king. You're more. You're more king fuckboy than you're king. Whoa, whoa, whoa! That is a bold claim. I think I might have the nail in the coffin. I might. You've had you've had sex a lot of times, right? With my life? What are we talking yeah, about? Yeah, in your, in your life. Like, you've had sex. Partners? No, just, you just had sex numerous P&V. amounts of times, right? 
How yeah. many how many relationships have you had? Like serious ones? Yeah. A couple. <laughs> You're a fuck boy. <laughs> You're a fuck boy, dude. Just looking for the right girl. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> By fucking the ones who are not the right girl. So let me get this straight. It's not a bad. I mean, it's not. I know, hold on, but I'm just trying to understand the yeah, definition. No one, no one thinks it's right. I've been a fuckboy. I'm not currently a fuckboy. I know, but let me just understand this definition. So let's say I go out tonight after we record. I go across the street to Townhouse. Yeah. I meet a girl who I would call ditzy. Maybe I'm not. I can just see she's not the, not the fucking brightest tool in the shed. Is that is that a saying? No. <laughs> Sh- sharpest tool in the shed. Sure. Way better. <laughs> the irony of me ma- making that joke. Okay. She's not the sharpest tool in the shed, but she's attractive. Yeah. And I fuck her. Yeah. I'm a fuck boy for doing that? No, not necessarily. Not yet, it's all no. the circumstances. Depends on, like, if she knows she's coming over for a fucking one-night stand or, like... But if you but play, we- like... If you play, like, oh, yeah, like, if you make, like, maybe you're going to... And you lead her into thinking, like, oh, this could be a thing. Maybe this guy's a nice guy. I like him. He's a nice guy. Like, oh, this could be... I like... You know, we could hang out. And then it turns out you just fuck her and never call her again. You fuck boy. Basically, if you ruther her. It's almost a, a synonym at this point. You no. got ruthered. No. We should, I think, call, we should well, call fucking those guys rem- the, remember, the ruther twins. Remember that MILF you were hooking up with for a little bit? You're not going to get in a relationship with her, but you're still fucking her for a lot of times. It's a little fuckboyish. No, because it's a negative connotation, so I don't like it. It's, it's, it's not negative. It's not if you it's own just, it. It's not... Do you go on Tinder and then start hooking up with girls that you know you're not going to get in a relationship with? I mean, I have. It's a little fuckboyish. But I'm pretty honest, though. That's the thing. I'm not. Yeah, but that's the thing. You're not. How am I not? You're not. There's a lot of of people on those sites that are like, I'm just looking for somebody to fuck. Like, there's a lot of people who are honest about the sexual part, and then there's a lot of people who are honest about, like, the relationship part. You're not one of those guys. You're not on there going, like, just looking for a serious relationship. You're not on there going, like, just looking for Yeah, I don't think you're a douchebag, fuckboy. I, mean, I think you're a, I, I think you're a kind of nicer fuckboy. I don't think you're the worst of the worst fuckboys, but you got fuckboy tendencies. Yeah, yeah, but hold on a second, Prano. You're basically saying I, I have feel to- like fuckboys were uh, like like came from like a petri dish, and like Ruther's like fucking. I think call- Ruther's like patient zero. Why? Why am I the king fuckboy? Because this is exactly what you do. It's not always exactly what I do. It's kind of exactly. Yeah, exactly. What you do. But I'm take not, me take how like the last. Let's go backwards. The last folks you've you've met and had sex with off of like the uh, off the apps. Okay, you knew how far back before you get to somebody that you were like, oh, I thought this was like a. That's not true at all. <laughs> it's not okay, dude. I, I I give girls a chance. I know you think I don't because we had this discussion the other day. I think I give girls a chance. How far back before you were like, oh, that's somebody I could see? Like, dude, because I could, I'm not going to name names here, but I can go back and start listing off the reasons that you were like, right at the beginning, you're like, this is why it's not working with this one. This is why it's not going to work with this one. You're saying, you're saying how far back a girl that I. That you got into it and you were like, this could be a girl I date for real. This could be like a relationship I have. The last girl I thought, oh, I could date. It was probably two years ago. How <laughs> I many girls have you had sex with in that time? A, a fair amount. A lot. And a lot of those girls probably thought that they could date you. A lot of those girls probably thought, like, Andy's a guy I could see myself having being my boyfriend. 
That's not, that's not my fault, though. Hey, hey, we're it not, is, because you're a fuckboy. Because you make them think that. So I don't that make them think because I'm a nice guy and I make breakfast for girls. or like, yeah. I, It's fuckboy. I, I you fuckboy. I, I have interesting conversations with them after we have sex. And yeah. I'm like, yes, I'm like, exactly. what's your biggest fear in life? And I say things like that. Yeah, you're what you should boy. do is just be like, yo, you know this is just about sex. So you want me to be an it. asshole? Yes. Yeah. You can well, no, that, that's still I, be a fuckboy. Hold on. I don't want you to be anything. What do you want to be? Would you rather be an asshole or a fuckboy? <laughs> Here's and, and right now I, you're a fuckboy. No, no, no. This is what I. This is what I, I'm not going to name her name, but you, you and I both know. Remember about five years ago. I don't know any of these chicks' names. You know why? Because you fuckboy. So like it doesn't no, matter. You, you know this. Gr- you know this girl's name because we met through mutual people. Okay. Five years ago. Okay. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So her and I had like a summer fling for a few months. And her her response was, and by the way, she was someone who I I never I never set any limitation. We'd fight a lot, but then we'd hook up a lot too. I remember she told me at one point she was the problem with you is you do hurt yourself because like do we just stop this in the middle and it becomes a dent report? I was gonna say, do I still have to come back tomorrow? Yeah, you're coming back tomorrow for dent report this week. But no, my point is she basically was like, dude, we sleep together. But a lot of guys will just like go to sleep. But like you like to talk and like like I do all those things. So she basically said that that hurts me that I should be a, a bigger dick. But I'm not a dick though. I'm really but not. But that was a different situation. That wasn't. But you're. But what she said. That was five years ago. But I, I I'm still like that with girls a lot of times. Yeah. Even though you know, like I feel like that had a I feel like that had a hail mary shot of being like an actual relationship. I agree. <laughs> So when you're making breakfast for some girl that you know you're just fucking, you a fuckboy. So I can't make breakfast. No, no more. I don't no, give you a can. fuck. You just no, own it. You're just a fuckboy. Fuck That's boy. it. No, dude, my omelets are bomb these days. So I'm just saying. Good. Own so it. You should honestly call them the fuckboy omelet. Put it on the <laughs> no, because I'm going to make it for, omelet, I'm gonna make it for my mom Texas when she comes omelet, to town. I don't want to be doing that. Good. Tell her what it is. <laughs> be like, Ma, this is the omelet I make. For chicks that I know I'm not interested in a relationship, but I'm having, but I have sex with anyway. This is the fuckboy omelet. Do you want bacon in your fuckboy omelet or not? Yeah, you gotta get turkey bacon. That's part of it. See the turkey. I'm telling you. Can somebody write? Can you write down the recipe for the fuckboy omelet? Yeah, because- I'll tell you right now. It's 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 turkey bacon. It's chopped up mushrooms. It's uh, two avocados. Two avocados? What the fuck kind of person puts two avocados in one get, you omelet? Gotta, you got to get that fat in there, bro. Fucking omelet? Jesus Christ. It's a keto diet. The fat's important. Egg, lot many, of, that's a the, lot of avocado. What's the egg to omelet ratio in this <laughs> like thing? Six. Usually four eggs. Four eggs to <laughs> two bro. omelets? Yeah. How many do you eat you, a week? Hold on a second. Are you sure it's two, are you sure it's two avocados? Yeah, a lot, of time, a, lot of time, a lot of times it's two. Yeah, hold on, guys. Let me finish. I then, I saw, then I saute about half a bag of spinach. Motherfucker loves Trader Joe's. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I saute half a bag of spinach and uh, scramble the eggs. And then I Well, pour- we know how omelets work. Okay. You shouldn't be fucking scrambling them. No, it's, it's not technically an omelet. It's okay. not, I guess it's not it's technically an omelet. just fuckboy eggs. It's fuckboy eggs. It's a fuckboy <laughs> scramble. It's a fuckboy scramble. And then I put, uh, there's, there's a certain salsa I love from Trader Joe's just for the eggs. <laughs> what is it? Because I'm about to start a meme, so... <laughs> I, here's what I want. I'm putting a call out to the dirt balls. I want when I want pictures I'll of t- people making the fuckboy scramble. Do you want me to grab the actual salsa? What it is? I forget the name of it. It's a Trader brand. Joe's salsa. No. <laughs> oh, man. He's like, then I dip, dip my dick in the coconut <laughs> fucking milk. 
I'm still not sure that there's really two avocados. <laughs> Who puts two full avocados? Six packs of avocados? <laughs> Do you give bitches two avocado omelets? No wonder they go, this guy just spent three bucks on me in avocados alone. Well, Trader Joe's Trader Joe's does have the mini the mini ones are like, Oh, you thought because I gave you avocados and I was gonna be in a relationship? Just kidding. Fuck boy scramble. <laughs> you got fuck boy scrambled. <laughs> It's like you're punking. <laughs> so, no, the mini, by the way, the mini avocados at Trader Joe's, they come in six packs and they're small. <laughs> so there are six packs. So I, I do the uh, harissa salsa, harissa salsa. It's chunky red salsa with sweet red pepper, earthy heat, and spices. I no need, free plugs. I need, I need to see people making the fuckboy scramble out there. It's yeah. incredible. So all those things I just said. The fuck boy scramble. It's delicious, man. I'm telling you. And if you want to get some side toast, but I'm trying to, you know, cut the carbs, so I haven't been doing that lately. Trying to get on that, you know, that keto diet. I do really want to see this, like Dirt Balls do it, because I still can't believe that there's two avocados. I know, I know. That's what I'm like, saying, I need right? to see Dirt Balls do this. But I'm weird about my avocados. But how? But so any sort yeah, of no any shit, sort of two full <laughs> yeah, any, any sort of brown or black parts in it, I don't put in that because I I have like I like OCD with that. And so it's it's mixed into the eggs, right? Like it's he just puts not that like sh- it's he puts like, that shit in the chicks omelet, like, right? Like you don't make it into like guacamole and spread it on top, or like no. So mixed- I chop everything up, I put it on on my board, and then I mix it Your all. Vision board? What are we talking <laughs> about? Here? The cutting board, and, okay. then, and then I put it all. Uh, I put it all in, and yeah, and then of course you got some. You got to put pepper on too before you put on the uh, salsa. The fucking they're good eggs. Now last week I tried tomatoes, didn't like it as much. Try to add a new flair to it. God, the amount of women on the west side of L.A. that must have had the conversation with their roommates like, oh, it's great. I think it could be a real thing. He made me omelet with two full avocados in it. They're like, two full avocados? Yeah, he spent like $6 on avocado for my, my scramble. Did he call you? No, he's talking about me on his podcast, so he's calling me the dumb one. <laughs> no, actually, the truth. You want to hear the truth? I have not made a girl one of these omelets easily six months. No, I have made omelets. Trying to get out of your fuckboy ways. No, I haven't made the omelet. I really haven't. I really have not. Well, we're very covered. It's not an omelet, but continue. I haven't made the fuckboy scramble. (laughs) It's just a solo fuckboy scramble. Can we talk a little sports that's really fully turned into a dent report? Yeah. Uh, Last thing. Kawhi Kawhi Leonard. Yes. The odds have been updated. Talk about (laughs) fuckboys. That's why. I was like, fuckboy the Spurs. Kawhi Leonard now is like, we're interested in a long-term relationship. He's like, I'm interested in fucking and getting the fuck out of here. The odds are of him staying with the Spurs or going to the Raptors at this point. Yeah. What the, where did the Raptors come from? I don't know. It's so weird. So it's Spurs, Raptors plus 200, Lakers plus 500, Clippers plus 600. I guess, I, I guess they probably, here's my bet. They, per, they pursued a move to the Celtics. Didn't work out. And Pop is refusing to trade him to the West. Yeah. And so that makes the Raptors. I bet you they, it sounds like they must have tried with the Sixers and tried with the Celtics. And so now next East team up. Yeah. Send them my Knicks, bro. I don't know if we need fuck boys, but we'll take him. Well, I think you and, and I, it's not a bad. Th- well, you said football was not a bad thing, but I think what's enhanced and helped my my game with ladies. I know it has, without a doubt, is all my flag and anthem gear. Oh yeah, that's like that's like a fuck boy disguise. Yeah, you know what I mean? They're like, this guy's got his shit together. Back in the day, 
cargo shorts, they're like, that was like a fuckboy bonanza. Now you got flag and anthem. You look like a regular old normal take them home and meet mom kind of guy. You and I almost wore matching outfits last night. That was amazing. We we both had flag and anthem gray slacks on. You had gray denim and I had gray chinos. And we both had navy blue button-down short sleeve shirts. My shirt, full disclosure, was not flag and anthem, but I almost wore the exact same shirt you did. And then I was like, I don't know. Something about this doesn't feel right. And I rocked it. And I switched to another navy shirt. And then thank God I did, or else we would have been fucking twins. At a comedy show together. That's right, guys. You can look just as good as us. Go to flagandanthem.com. Drop promo code DIRTY to get 25% off your first order. Ask our boy Jay Sizzle. Jay Sizzle tweeted us. He's like, they got the best clothes, and it's affordable. Yeah. Especially with the 25% discount. This is some Flag and Anthem shorts right here. So are mine right here. Flag and Anthem with our Dirty Sports uh, Look t-shirts. Look at this. The Flag and Anthem shorts. Dirty sports t-shirt combo pack. Yeah, that's the best way to look. That's a good point. Flying Anthem shorts, dirty sports. Go to dirtysports.com. Get one of our shirts. So, guys, 25% off that. Uh, Take your Flagon Anthem savings. Spend it at dirty sports. And Flagon Anthem now has shoes. Yeah. Not in my size yet, but I'm looking. I'm hoping. Hoping to one day try them. Yeah. I know. Prada, before we uh, before we leave the show, we got to announce. I mean, you talk about my boy's wearing a thus the process. Thus, thus, thus. You have three podcasts now? I have three podcasts now. Thusting hard. You had two, and I was like, I ain't having letting some fuckboy have the same amount of podcasts <laughs> as I do. <laughs> three. Yeah. Three. Dirty Sports, which you're currently listening to. Dirty Slides, which drops every Wednesday and will probably be based solely on Chase Utley's Hall of Fame candidacy this week. You thought we did it long enough on this show? You're wrong. We didn't. You're about to get fuckboyed. And then the new, the brand new, just dropped in uh, the iTunes store on Friday, the Joe Prano podcast. Joe Prano podcast was, uh, it was a long time coming, but it was, uh, it started out as one thing and then it became something else and then became something else. And then I was like, fuck it. I got a bunch of shit. I have a name. I should just put that name in front of podcast and start releasing this stuff. So... Uh, three, two and a half episodes are out right now. There's a 15 minute ballpark teaser that explains kind of some of the inspiration for doing the show. There's, uh, my first episode with a fantastic, uh, songwriter, pop songwriter, Sam Hollander, who's a good friend of mine from the 914 back in New York, who I've known a long time. And then, and that was sort of the one that got the whole thing going. I recorded it for something else and I repurposed it for this. So shout out to Sam for being the first guest. And then uh, a second episode, which has already gotten a lot of great feedback, with Steve Hager, who is the former editor-in-chief of High Times Magazine. He created the Cannabis Cup. He's the first person to write hip-hop in a major publication. He's like the world's biggest conspiracy theorist on a million different things. If you ever thought, man, Joe Prano has some crazy fucking hot takes, most of them came from uh, my my dealings with Steve Hager and the path he put me on of enlightenment. So all that's available now on iTunes, Joe Prano, the Joe Prano podcast. The JPP is what I'm calling it for short. So basically, you will have a podcast coming out Monday, 
Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And this week, I'll be guesting on the DSPN's Tuesday show. So this week, you will be on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Wait, how many days a week will I be on? Five. Because you're gonna come exclusive. on, you're gonna come on Denton Report tomorrow. Yeah. I feel like we even got a, a start with this deep fuckboy discussion. Yeah, the deep fuckboy discussion. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited. I'm excited about coming on the Denton Report, and I'm excited about the Joe Prano podcast. I am too. I already have um, a bunch of different episodes in the can already, which I got when I was in New York um, with some friends that I knew I wouldn't be able to see for a while, um, including the Jingle Man himself, Doug Ray. He's coming up, and uh, this week. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do a little announcement. I was, I was thinking about holding this over for the Dent Report to be a Dent Report exclusive, but I'm going to do it on the uh, Dirty Sports Podcast. Uh, this Friday's episode is with Chad Smith. He's a surf journalist. He wrote a book called Cocaine and Surfing. He's a former guest of the now-defunct Kooks of Comedy podcast. And that comes out Friday. Unless I get to 420 review, 420 ratings on iTunes, and then it'll come out whenever I hit 420. The old, the new Prano 420. The minute I see 420 ratings. Well, look, it ratings. takes, it, like I said, guys, it takes two seconds. Just leave a rating and review for all our shows. Yeah. It takes two seconds. Just do them all. Hit them all. And I actually have something else that I'm about to do for people who leave reviews, which I'll reveal in the next week. So much revealing coming. There's a lot of revealing coming on. We already revealed the fuckboy scramble recipe. Incredible. We have a gender reveal coming <laughs> soon, too. Because those are popular. Guys, that's the show. You know, where to, you know where to go. I mean, we already talked about all these great plugs. All these great podcasts to support. Uh, and you can support our show, of course, by going to DirtySports.com. Getting a great T-shirt like one of the ones Joe and I are wearing, or uh, you can also subscribe on YouTube and see how it looks before you buy it. Yeah, you can see firsthand. Great content on there. Uh, at Andy Ruther, at the Dirty Sports, at Fix Your Life. Uh, maybe I should just change my at to at Fuckboy. Yeah, somebody probably has that. I'm gonna you look. change your name to Fuckboy. Just Fuckboy Ruther. Man, I just really didn't want to be a fuckboy, but I feel like now you guys are like, yeah, you're a fuckboy. It's okay. I, I actually don't even think, you know, just own it. Okay. All right. You I'll should put in your Tinder bio, I am a fuckboy. <laughs> Proud to be a fuckboy. I, I got really weird. I changed my Bumble profile. We can get to that on Dent Report. I made it really weird. <laughs> can't wait, man. Really weird. so much good stuff for Dent Report. Yeah. All right. I, I thought we were just going on Dent Report. I thought we were just going to rank the Sandler movies. <laughs> On Dent Report? Yeah, it's just all of them. It's just the whole IMDb. No. No, we can't do that. That's Brett Ernst's podcast. Yeah. We got to do that on Brett Ernst. All right, guys, that's the show. And most importantly, don't forget, condoms are for pussies. <laughs>